This podcast is part of the Frederick Podcast Network. Learn more at listenfrederick.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 115 of Beers in the Lot. This week, we started out talking about the woeful and slowful starts for the Canucks and Islanders, while the New Jersey Devils actually look pretty good. All the Devils talk led to some nostalgia about the 90s and 2000s, centered around the Buffalo Sabres, Ryan Miller, and how different goalies have fared against Sidney Crosby and Alexander Ovechkin over the years. Discussions about generational talent always get into some comparisons and top 100 lists, so we talked about why those things are silly, and we finished up with a nod to Phil the Thrill Kessel as he takes his place as the Iron Man in the NHL. Before we get to the beers, I just want to remind you that we have some merch for you at beersinthelot.com slash shop. We have hoodies, t-shirts, and stickers. So check it out at beersinthelot.com slash shop. Now, let's crack those beers. I need to go get a glass. Whoops. Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) While he's getting a glass... What you got there, John? Uh, I have the official hydration drink of the NHL, BioSteel, because I'm still murdering my thirst and I'm adding electrolytes at this point in my sober October as well. <laughs> I need to be properly hydrated. So I have the tart cherry flavor, which actually is my favorite. I really wish they'd do a coconut. I'm just saying that, BioSteel, please. Coconut's <laughs> one of my all-time flavors. I know a lot of people. It's a very divisive flavor. and It is, right? You know, I love topic. It. Yeah, I love coconut. It. I think it's one of those things you either like hate it or love yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's no in between. Not on its own. If it's like, oh no, all day stuff. on its own. No, if it's in stuff, it's okay. But like, not just coconut. Oh, I love it. I love it. Give me all <laughs> the, I'm, I'm the cocoa coconut. nuts. Yeah, all yeah. the cocoa nuts. <laughs> all of them. Aaron, what are you drinking this evening? I have uh, a little late to this party, but uh, I've got from our friends at Flying Dog a Dogtoberfest. There you go. It's, uh, it's Good one. not not the right season and not the right time. I guess it's what a month late. I guess for Oktoberfest, but yeah, yeah, you're you know, fine. This, this is you're a good still. Yeah. yeah, it's still tasty. There's no real rules. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. No really, rules about this sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> just drink what you like. Just drink what you want. As long as it's fresh. You don't yeah. want old stuff, so yeah. Yeah, I don't see any dates on it anywhere. That could I be think a bad weird, thing, but it's weird. Fine. Flying dog usually, <laughs> yeah, they usually put a drink by date on there. So okay, we got right. we got January thirty first of next yeah. year. That's fine. Yeah. You're good. You're good. It's fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> What's the drink by date on yours, there, Riggs? I have no idea. Um, it, Might not so, have one on. No, on I, I didn't even. I didn't even. Yeah, I didn't even look. Uh, I'm, I'm getting down to the last few athletic brews. So this is actually a repeat from last week. Whoops, uh, athletic <laughs> brewings, upside dawn, <laughs> golden ale. Um, I'll say it properly. Non yinzer time. Yeah, yeah non yinzer this, this week. Yeah, non yinzer this week. I got the joke in last week. So yeah. <laughs> And uh, while Daniel was away getting a glass, he has since poured 
what? Yes. So I have a Kolsch 151 by Blue Mountain Brewery. They make one of my uh, top 10 beers, uh, Hopwork Orange. Oh, yeah. Super good mm-hmm. beer. Super good beer. Nice. Yeah, pretty good. Sounds like a win to me, unlike Vancouver. who is still winless at the time of this recording after six games played (laughs) and today it was announced Besser is day by day and Hughes is out for a while we're recording this Monday so that may change by so it's not getting any better it's not getting no I've heard it said that uh how you do in the first 10 is often indicative of how you'll probably do in the next 72. So <laughs> they're already at below 500 for the first 10. So uh, maybe they can make something out of this season. Who knows? I guess we'll see. Who picked them in our fantasy? That might be me. I have them. Oh, you have them? Oh. Yes. Riggs also has Arizona too. Yeah, but they, <laughs> yeah, but they beat Toronto. Oh, <laughs> that's really not saying much though. in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Oh, what was the name? Was it Christian Fisher said something last week? Oh, well, I don't know what they're talking about. They're $300 ticket prices. I'm like, buddy, you play in a significantly smaller rink. Shut the hell up. Probably go like you played there last year when you had 10 fans, like, and they gave those tickets away. Oh, I don't want to hear it. That was kind of funny. (laughs) Arizona guy talking about Toronto fans paying for tickets when, uh, yeah, I don't think you really have room to talk. Yeah. (laughs) Also, like, what the market will bear, right? (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Supply and demand and all that economics talk. Yeah. Well, and that's like, well, we don't need to start the Arizona thing, but yeah. We're not doing that in this episode. Yeah. Enough yeah. Arizona. Yeah. They we don't stink. like Arizona here. <laughs> Nuff said. Nuff said. Well, are you shocked at the Islanders that they're floundering already? It no. doesn't floor me. No. Like, they have a good goaltender, but outside of that, like, I think it's a mishmash and I feel bad for Barzell signing a long term deal there. Yeah. Three losses in a row for them. Not starting out too hot. Yeah, and their GM's 80 years old, so whatever. (laughs) (laughs) No, he really is. He turned 80 last week. Like, I'm not making it up. Like, John is an ageist. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, oh, gosh. Come on. That's I'm an ageist all of a sudden. There goes our octogenarian demographic. We're not going to get those (laughs) listeners anymore. I know, rats. (laughs) Oh, Well, and and also, like, who was it? Uh, David Poyle last week for National. Either it was last week or on the weekend. He was the only GM ever in NHL history, 3,000 games at the helm as a general manager. That was split between times with the Caps, and then he was with the Caps for a bunch of years, and then in 97, when Nashville came in to the uh, NHL fold, he joined. Sick, another goal. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's... Uh, when the game's over, if they win, it goes off. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that one always scares me because I don't expect it because I usually have changed the channel. So <laughs> it goes off again. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I just think Lou, I mean, yeah, he, 
he had a really great NHL run. He's like, he is a hall of famer in the builder category. So like good on him. And I think, you know, his time in the NHL, he made a lot of shrewd moves, a lot of good moves, but like say whatever you want. He traded away Devon Taves before last year. And yes, I understand it was like a salary cap move. So you got to shed some guys. Sometimes you don't want, but like when your team desperately needs defensive help, especially defensemen who are offensively gifted and can play with like top flight players like Devon Taves, like, you got to figure another way out to like shed some of those salaries. Like we talked about uncle Leo last year and they still have Kyle Palmieri and what are you doing, Lou? Jeez. What are you doing? <laughs> Not my fan base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think the game just passed them by. It happens. So whatever, who cares? It's the Islanders. <laughs> yeah, Cause yeah. initially, I mean, when they made that, you know, run in the uh, in the playoffs. Wouldn't really call it run, but you you would think that they would continue that like success, and they just kind of went downhill from there. Yeah, and like build on it. Yeah, I also think they have mediocre coaching. It doesn't help them. Big bad well, who's, Barry. Who's their coach? Yeah. Well, right now it's um Lane Lambert, right, Riggs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he was with. Who? He's been with Trots for <laughs> he's, he's been, been with, with Trots, trots like everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's always been uh Trots's uh I think penalty kill guy. Yeah. Um was like the big thing and then obviously, you know, run one end of the bench or, or whatever. But you know, even when Trots was was with Washington and yeah, you know, they win the cup or whatever. I was never really that impressed. I always thought he he led the team towards sort of like a middling sort of average kind of thing and you know yeah you're going to win a lot of one and two goal games but you're also going to lose a lot of one and two goal games and that's not that's not a line I necessarily want to walk in the NHL especially in the modern game where it's so wide open you know why are we tightening up so much like let's play let's try and score goals so well especially he's coached like well, now, like in the Eastern and the Western Conference, there's a lot of guys on a ton of teams where you're talking about like that one or two old game. Like, I don't feel comfortable giving some teams like two or three shots extra a game, like depending on who's shooting, obviously. And, and obviously it's situational based. But like if you're going to play that that little dance and you're telling me like, oh, you're going to give like Edmonton, for example, the last three shots of the game. Like I don't, I don't feel comfortable doing that. No, no. Toronto, mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, they're they're having some early season. You know, the elite guys really aren't going yet, but like they're gonna get there. I mean, Steven Stamko started off the season exactly where he left off last year. Yeah, he's like, hot. He, he, he's yeah. scoring left and right, doing everything. And Kucherov and Point and all those guys. Like, you want to give that team an extra two or three <laughs> shots, especially <laughs> like you said, Riggs, like playing in the Eastern Conference. You de- that's the team you want to play that dance with? No. no. No, thank you. Again, it's the Islanders. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Don't care. Another fan base that's going to shower us with love, I'm sure. You, you know a team You know a team that could be really strong if they could get some goaltending? Who? The Devils. I was, I was looking just about at... talking about the Devils. Yeah. I was looking at the numbers today, and... They are playing really well, and then I was watching them tonight because they were playing Washington, and you know they they play with some speed, they control the puck, they just need some goaltending. 
you know that i think their team uh save percentage is like below 87 right now or something like that when i looked this morning so save percentage is is low but the goals against is about right. the middle of the pack honestly so yeah they've so got like, a good they've got good defense in front of their goaltender yeah yeah they just need to get the saves when they need them like you they said just, they just need some saves here and there and they're they're gonna be good they're gonna surprise a lot of people and and teams later in the year i'll bet be interesting well, that's one of those teams that needs to make a jump too oh yeah. yeah like they they need to really do it with some of the guys they have with like he and brad and hughes so yeah i don't know because goaltending like remember a few years ago they got um uh who was a goaltender for chicago Corey crawford he got there and then he like retired in the middle of training camp unfortunately like i think he just mentally mm-hmm. in his body he just wasn't ready to go and and he retired and like i remember a few years ago when they had that they were like oh their goaltending problem is going to be solved because they had taylor hall when he had that mvp right. run and he got him into the playoffs and then goaltending kind of undid him in the playoffs and then since then it's been like they don't really have a goaltender who's your goaltender now is it bernier no uh blackwood blackwood McKenzie and um, blackwagon eric's boy vanacek vanacek yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah washington chase uh blackwood tonight so like again like they they look good and on paper they're they look great like their numbers are great as far as controlling the puck and driving play and that kind of stuff they just need some need some stops they're the type two that are like they're mediocre ish right now like overall like you said they've, they've got a good decent team but yeah goaltending puts them kind of in mediocre they're gonna be good soon Oh like yeah, yeah, they're they're trending upwards, and God, did, you watched them tonight. Do they still play that defensive like first no. mentality? Oh, no, they're fast. no, they abandoned that. Good. Like they're they fast. abandoned that right. years they, ago. They uh, years ago. They Good. they they work like hell to get the puck back, and then when they get it, they're going north. Like nice. it's and and they're attacking off the transition. Like it's, I just remember it's playing against the Devils was such a. It was oh, yeah. so lame. It's like, oh, we got to play Jersey. This game is going to suck. Like, it doesn't matter how high flying your offense was. Playing against Jersey used to mean that the game was going to be a snooze fest. It was going to be was, terrible. That, that was, <laughs> Hated uh, that style of play. That was a while back. Yeah. That's when Lamarillo was there, wasn't it? I think it was. <laughs> it's come full circle. <laughs> I've I've kind of reversed my thought on that whole like devil's run. Like, yes, they did play somewhat of boring style, but if you looked at the guys they had, they had like really good freaking players. They had Rafalski when he was at his prime, Niedermeyer, Scott Stevens, he was a scumbag. He did elbow Paul Curry in the head. They had really good talent, <laughs> but they had like Ken Danico and John Madden, like guys that were like sons of bitches to play against, but very smart. So like I don't know. Did they really need to play that whole like trap well, that's nonsense? What I mean. Maybe not. I hated that. But they didn't need to. They didn't need and to I hated necessarily. That it no. But yeah. <laughs> the NHL did too. Yeah. I think t- for that team to win at that time, they needed to. Yeah. Because the but. teams they were going up against were a little faster than them. Just yeah. a little bit. Like, especially you think of like those young Dallas teams. Or like the 
tail end of the uh, original Colorado right before they got some of the younger guys. And then when Colorado did get some of the young guys like Drury and stuff like then they were really like they're moving. And we kind of think like not in a bad way, like Chris Drury, you think of him like his later years when he was a Ranger, like probably a lot of like, let's just call it current hockey fans are like he was slow as hell. Like, no, when Chris Drury started when he was at the Avs. That he guy moves. Scream when, when yeah. he came. When he came out of BU, he yep. was one of the fastest skaters flying in the league. Like the dude yeah. was um, quick. Yeah. But you know, obviously, like yeah, the modern fans, right? The more recent. Yeah, they remember fans. him near when he was the time yeah. with uh, the Rangers <laughs> near the end of his career. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was also with those high flying Buffalo Sabers too. Yes. Like he was part of that band. I mean, yeah, with the Finnegan off and all that stuff going on. Danny like, Briere. Yeah. Brian Campbell. Finnegan off. Oh, man. That dude was so slick. Yoakum, Yoakum Hecht. Do you remember that? I remember Yoakum uh, Hecht. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> and uh, Tim Connolly. Yeah. JP Dumont. That was yeah. A- they're, they Dumont. had good teams, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, they had a Dumont. squad. They had a squad. I know. Yeah. They had a, and it was Marty Baron and uh, Ryan Miller in net, which actually both of those guys, not bad goalies to have no. at all. They just they just ran into Carolina the one year, and then the next year, I forget who they lost to the next year in the conference final. It was Carolina one year, and then I forget I forget off the top of my head. But yeah. It's kind of funny we're talking about this. Uh, Ryan Miller, I saw... He was giving knuckle pounds to the guys coming in off the ice. He just like went in to visit the uh, Buffalo Sabers, mm-hmm. and it, I swear it seemed like they didn't even know who the hell he was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh man, they're Ouch. gonna put his jersey in the rafters. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> yeah, I swear, like none of them looked thrilled. <laughs> well, they were probably like, "Who's this guy? Is he our coach?" <laughs> is this the Who's new video coach? <laughs> oh, 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 oh man! Oh, man. Start handing them as jo- video, handing them jocks. Video coaches do great work. Do not I know, I know, a video coach. I, I know, I know. Oh, I'm just saying, like you know, it's a new guy in the room, and you know, but yeah, whatever. you got to think because he wasn't. He was in Anaheim and Vancouver. Wait, was it Vancouver? He was in Vancouver was for a while, a long time, but not, but not like it not was Anaheim. Yeah, it was mm. Buffalo, Vancouver, Anaheim. Yeah, I mean, so it's it's been a while. I mean, I I know for a fact, like, and actually, probably no one from that Sabers management was there unless they have some scouts that stuck around or something like that. But like, no one from the management team, obviously, his brand new ownership and all that. But yeah, hmm. oh, Ryan Miller. Actually, there was a I read it. Like two or three years ago, there was this great article about Ryan Miller and how that I hate mentioning it. Sidney Crosby golden goal in overtime against Ryan Miller. Hmm. Um <laughs> it it like essentially started this downward spiral in his career. Yeah. Like he still was a very good NHLer, like like let's not disparage him, but when that goal went in, like there was talk like Ryan Miller was gonna be, you know, a Vesna candidate for a few years to come. Buffalo was still flying high and then like right after that goal like the next couple of years they they went to the playoffs like that year and the next couple of years they didn't make the playoffs ryan miller got hurt then he got traded it was like a very interesting article to like tie all the all these things back to that golden <laughs> goal and i was like god damn you Sidney crosby 
hate you. I was like, <laughs> I don't. It was like, I so was trying bad. to find the stats, uh. but Ryan Miller in particular has never had good luck against Sidney Crosby. That or Crosby has just been phenomenal against him. Because I'm willing to bet that's uh, quite a few goalies. It is, <laughs> like, but in Sid particular, Cedric Lundqvist. In yeah, particular, Lundy. if you look at game splits and stuff, mm-hmm. I guarantee you that. Crosby has more goals against Buffalo Sabres in the Ryan Miller years than it gets any other team uh, Billy, at the time. He has I more against Philly. Well, maybe, but whatever. <laughs> in particular, Ryan Miller. <laughs> Ryan Miller just could not stop Sidney Crosby. And it seemed like there were always like these spectacular goals. I, I feel like I saw loads of highlights. He was in the outdoor game, right? Undressing it. The yes. outdoor game winner? The original, yep. Yeah, the original yep. Winter Classic or inaugural, whatever. And uh, Crosby won that one in a shootout or whatever. And then the golden goal against Ryan Miller. Like he's uh, he's got he's had he had Ryan Miller's number. I actually was just looking this up here. Apparently they they did offseason training together, too. I got the top five They're goalies friends. he scored against. You ready? All right, let's go. This was last year when Sidney Crosby scored his 500th. So February 15th. So. Nitamaki, 11, liar. Ryan Miller, 11. Martin Brodor, 12. Yara Halak, 14. A guy out of New York, Henrik Lundqvist, 24. Oh, <laughs> he, is, he has massacred him. Oh, man. But yeah. <laughs> Miller's on the list, though. I'm not too far. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But definitely flyers. I think, I feel like Nidamaki because he was a flyer, but I bet there's like seven other flyers goaltenders on here who are only there for like a season. So you probably had like four, three, right. two, four, two, something Do like that. Do you have those numbers uh, for Ovechkin? I bet Ovechkin. I uh, want to know what the the top goalies that Ovi scored on. Yeah, Flurry. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> huh. I feel like he's always towards Flurry. Uh-huh. Did you say Lundquist? Yeah. He's he <laughs> yeah. the two big rivals. Like Washington was big rivals with Pittsburgh and with New right. York. And Ovi shows up. He ate Lundquist's lunch every time <laughs> all right, they played him. All right. So this was done. Let me see when this was written. So March twenty second of this year. Um, so I'll read the top five. All right. So what are your selections? What are you guys going with for like well, top? I said Top. flurry, flurry, Aaron. I you don't, don't know. know. I don't even know. Don't it's have gotta, a good guess. Riggs. It's got to be somebody out of the metro, right? Longquist. I mean, all right. So tied for fifth, Cam Ward and Ryan Miller at nineteen. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Both. So Ryan Miller, Buffalo. Cam Ward of Carolina. Uh, Kari Letnin of Atlanta Thrashers. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about it. That's right. Yeah. I That's was actually going to go with like a, a trash right. goalie. I was thinking about that. Or maybe Panthers. Yeah. The Panthers old, goalie. Yeah. The yeah. old Carey. South Lease division. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Lettinen and Carey Price both have 22. And then number two all time, at least when this was published earlier this year, 24 goals against Lundy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the number one spot at 25 goals against. And I'm sure it's risen. Uh, because I'm sure he's played Vegas and Minnesota since then. Mark <laughs> Andre <is> Fleury. Fleury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Tell him what he's What did won. I win? Uh, used Kino <laughs> ticket. How about that? <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ovi loves to show up in rivalry games. He's a competitor. He, yeah, that he gets correct. up for that stuff. So he, Absolutely. Uh, well, also, like, he likes playing in the big buildings, so New York, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, I really hope Ovi gets 50 this year. Like, I want him to keep that pace. Like, I know it's going to be tough. Like, it's early right now. Does. I really, I really want him to do it. He doesn't need to, though. That's the thing. He what doesn't does he need, need to. He needs like 30 some a season. It's like for the next all, couple seasons like or whatever. Almost 40. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Doable. Every season he gets 50, though, then the number goes down the next year. Well, season. yeah. Well, every time he scores a goal, <laughs> the number goes down. Yeah, but, yeah. Math. I mean, it's basic math. <laughs> it does? <laughs> well, my, well, the one reason I think is like, I think Washington can, I mean, I think the same way about the Penguins. Like, every year those guys are here, we're one step closer to a rebuild. So you have certain pieces that are on both teams. We don't need to go by player that are like very appealing in the event you're going to start a rebuild or get a piece ahead of the rebuild, like draft picks or prospects or something like that. So especially when you run the risk of like you're middling to the playoffs, you may not be going into the playoffs, et cetera. Like those are pieces that can help Ovi, especially get to that milestone that he may need to be around that if they trade him, they're not there. So like kind of selfishly for that reason, I mean, I know, some people in Pittsburgh are gonna be like, Are you kidding me? Well, shut up. So I I wanna see it. I, I really wanna see it. Like I wanna see some hockey history. Like even if he doesn't, I mean he's gonna shatter the rest of the records going forward. Like he's gonna get to second. Cause Gordy's pretty damn close, I think, at this point. Yeah. And I think he I mean, he already passed a bunch of guys last season, so but I'm curious if the same head coach will be there. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. He's it's, currently 19 away from passing Gordy. Yeah, he'll get Gordy this year he'll for get sure. Gordy this year. Yeah, that's not even a question. But like, yeah, it'll be. He'll be the third ever to crack 800 goals. It'll be uh, pretty nuts. wild. Oof. Yeah, it is. That's still nuts. Like, you think if Bossy probably didn't have the back issues and everything, he probably would have. Mario had a chance, obviously. I feel like Yager would have if he didn't have those KHL years. Those are the maybe. only players I really, yeah, maybe. I really feel yeah. that ha- ever had a chance. Thing is, too, though, is that Ovi has fewer games played than all these guys. Like, yeah. Ovi's at except for about Gretz. 13. Yeah, except for Gretz. Well, yeah, yeah. Gretzky still has more, but probably by the time, by the time he gets the record, there, yeah. it's going to be yeah. about the same. Yeah. So. Gordy has 1,700 games played while Ovi only has like 1,300. And obviously Ovechkin's going to pass him with far fewer games played, far faster goals per or bigger goals per game than Gordy or Yager. Yager has 1,700 games played. I mean, the only one that's uh, similarly impressive at the current rate is probably Brett Hull, who uh, is about 40 back from Ovechkin right now. Uh, and has like maybe twenty fewer games played or so. Right. One of his didn't so. count. Well, his foot was in the crease. Well, it's playoffs. It's playoffs. Anyway, goal. Anyway, doesn't play. Yeah, anyway. I know. I just had to get it in. I like starting shit. <laughs> uh, Ovi does play. have all Buffalo. the power play goals though. 
Yeah. Only I think there's only one that has more power play goals. Is who's it? Dave Anderchuk. Dave Anderchuk yeah. has the only one with more power play goals than Kobe. Man, big Buffalo night tonight. I know, man. Dude. It's like all, <laughs> all about Buffalo. All roads lead to Buffalo. Oh, I'm wrong. Right. Dave Anderchuk is second. Sorry, I had that wrong. Ovi does have the most power play goals. Yeah, he passed them like last no, he was week like a or year something. Or so ago. No, it was like <laughs> last week, I think. Well, he's he's got them by twelve power play goals. Oh, so. there was there was <laughs> something there was something that came up last week. I forget what it was. Uh, I, it might be points on power play or points something, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. But it's like it's like every week there's a different number that they're tracking. Like right, then, yeah. You know, like because like, that's oh, where he's, he's close at. On this one. Yeah. I mean, even if he doesn't break the record, if he if he for some reason doesn't break Gretzky's record, everybody is going to remember Ovechkin as the best goal scorer in goal in hockey history because of the era. Like absolutely. You, I mean, the, the arguments we always make the arguments about what do the eras are they any different? But it's he's he's scoring on goaltenders with bigger pads with better training. I don't know. I, yeah. I would. I will always think of Ovechkin as the best goal scorer in history, even as of right now. But. I. I think. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I just. I think it's silly to compare the different eras. You know, it's, whatever. It. It, it is and apples and oranges, but. I. I think. I don't know. You know, I think as the game evolves and rolls along, we weight things differently. So right, like right now, we're in a time where goal scoring is up. And it's been up sure. for a few years. So so you could say that, well, he's playing in an era where, you know, there is more goal scoring. Um, he's also playing in an era where sticks are five times lighter than the ones that Gretzky used. Yeah, the used. technology and all yeah. that stuff, right? Yeah. And, and because, The thing's and working then, in his favor. But, but right when, the goalies. when Gretzky was passing Gordie Howe, you could have said the same things about Wayne, that... You know, he was playing with better equipment than what, you know, Gordy started out playing with, uh, even though like his career kind of finished while Wayne's was like in the middle of his career, but, yeah, right. um, you know, cause he played so long, but you know, uh, you know, you can make all the same arguments as you move through the eras and the years, right? The, sure. No matter what players yeah. you're trying to compare and who you're talking about and stuff. So I, I don't like to, I don't like to get into those arguments because i think they're silly <laughs> fair enough fair enough <laughs> and i and, and to say like oh he's he's the best goal scorer ever right now you can say that but in five years we're probably saying the same thing about austin matthews right that that okay he's the best goal scorer ever because he's gonna have those numbers and he's gonna be chasing you know whatever records and stuff so, sure. uh, you know, I, I just, I don't like, I don't like saying those, th those things about <laughs> players. And then like, you know, we were having the discussion almost right after we recorded last week about the NHL networks, top 100 players or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I use the same argument with that too. I think it's, it's silly to like put anything into that or to get upset about it that a player's on there or not on there yeah because well, they, the 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 one that i was talking about uh was <laughs> top 100 this season oh so the the what did, and they what, left what walking they, off 
the what do they top call one it? under the season. <laughs> they, so it's the it's the one they do it's like at the, the beginning of the season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and so like I so my whole thing with that is okay. Yeah, you could put them in there depending on how you're evaluating the players. Like what 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 determines whether or not a player should be on that list? Is it? And then are you like weighting it by positions and which positions, you know, carry more right. uh priority or or help your team more than others? Like I still say that the NHL is dominated by centers, so okay, Malkin's a center, like yeah, he should he should definitely be up there. But then what has he done lately? You know? Mm-hmm. Right. And but then it's that's stupid because <laughs> He's still top six, you know, he's still a, a, a first or second line center in the league. Right. So there's only so many of those. So by default and math, he should, you know, be in that top 100 discussion of players in the NHL. So I, it's just dumb to me. I, I think it's silly. I feel like the top 100, like, I, I, I hate those lists like you rigs because like whoever's doing it, there is a bias. There's oh, yes. no way there's not a bias. Yes. And it and it's the same way when they do uh you know the the voting for a lot of the big season ending awards. There's always some clown like last year for the MVP, I think like they announced it. They didn't say who, but there was uh there there was one goalie who won for like freaking Vancouver, like somebody voted for Demco or some nonsense for MVP. <laughs> like are you yeah. kidding me? Like they didn't even make the playoffs. Like what are, what are you doing? That's and yes, it's a throwaway vote. Whatever. But like, come on, you know, like uh Phil Kessel just scored too. Sorry. I got nice. excited. <laughs> My question about the Malkin thing on that list was he's typically not been included on those lists. No. For a long time, even even in the years where he was like dominant, he oh, was yeah. le- he was left off of certain lists, right? Yeah. And yep. I think that you're exa- you're exactly right. There was there was some bias against him or for other players that you know made it look like it was against him. That's why I think it's stupid for people to like make these lists and then oh be like oh well my play my my favorite players in the top 100 yours isn't or like whatever like it it doesn't matter i mean johnny made a list last week yeah <laughs> who's, who's top top 100 on yours that list has surely grown since last week it's continually changing and growing there it was there, victor olsen right it's it la- oh yeah we never won last week trust me the list is constantly fluctuating it looks like crypto it's just constantly just moving up and down like a lot of players in flux a lot of different ways i could go with it just depends on the day well actually i will say this so like we were kind of like joking before we started because Phil Kessel's breaking the Iron Man streak this evening. Sick. And the fact that like mm-hmm. no one's talking about it kind of irks me because like everyone gave Keith Handel all this love. And we all said jokingly, like, Keith Handel isn't even a quarter of the hockey player Phil Kessel is. Like, it's tough to play in the NHL. I'm not taking that away from you. But two time Stanley Cup champion and point of game guy in the playoffs, pretty much almost point of game guy when he plays in the regular season, for God's sakes. Like, very, very productive. Yeah. American. 
I mean, well, Yandel, Yandel's American too. But, yeah, yeah, but like <laughs> Phil's the American. Like, come on. Well, yeah, he is <laughs> you know? right. Yes, like he's the American. Yes. yes, Phil's one of us. He's one of us. So that does it for episode 115. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week for episode 116. But in the meantime, if you want to continue the beers in the lot fun and discussion. Head over to beersinthelot.com slash discord. There's usually some kind of funny discussion going on in there based on some recent NHL event or John's memes. So come hang out with us at beersinthelot.com slash discord. If we don't see you there, we'll catch you next week for episode 116. See you then. (laughs) 